got special things in store for us we've been talking about the things of, of eagles and I believe that we are God's children 
I believe that we are eagles of the day and we are feeding upon the unfailing body word. That's where the eagles feed at is on the body. I told you about all the events that took place at Brother Ralph's funeral and the eagle flying over top. I just got word today, I shared with a few of you already, but Brother John Andes was, was preaching a funeral either yesterday or today and they snapped a photo and there was four eagles, four eagles flying over top. We don't know what God is doing, but I do know this, God is doing spectacular and extreme things. Extreme things. Extreme things. I was sharing these things with Brother, Brother Jackson that's coming next weekend and me and Brother Jason are very close friends and I just certainly counted a privilege to be a friend with Brother Jason. I'm sharing these things with him. And, you know, we don't understand all these things. We don't understand what's happening, but we just know that the coming of the Lord is at hand. And he shared these things, and he was saying, Lord, just give us the meaning of these things. We know that, we know that God, before he does anything, he shows us in the heavens. And he said, I got a good idea. He said, about two months ago, he said, I was, he said, I was outside and he said, I was fishing at my pond. He said, I was just, he said, I was just speaking to the Lord. And he said, Lord, what would you have me say to your church tonight? Lord, what would you have me say to your church? And he said, I heard my voice saying, tell them I'm coming. Tell them I'm coming. He's coming. Look up. He may come tonight. May this be the hour. May this be the moment. We are here. The things that we've preached for years, the, the rapture that we've preached for years, the body change that we have preached for years, we're here. We are getting ready to step into it. I passed a preached a sermon a few weeks ago, stepping out and stepping into. We're going to take a step out of this world and we're going to take a step into that world. Get ready, church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Without any further ado, we'll go to the word this evening. We'll turn over in the book of Psalms, chapter 47. The Spirit of the Lord is here. Amen. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So thankful to have uh, Sister Sarah and her family here, Mother, Mother Frankie and Sister Teresa and Sister Fonda. We so appreciate you being here in the house of the Lord and, and continuing to lift you up in prayer and praying the prayer of faith over you. And certainly to have each, happy to have each and every one of you. My, my cousin Malachi is with us this evening, so we're thankful to have him here. He's coming to spend a little time with us, and we're going to stick him in the woods in the morning. So. And so uh, we're just happy to have Brother Malachi here. We're certainly proud of his life. And he's definitely not ashamed of this message. Uh, there's a lot of things that we could tell about Brother Malachi's life, but he's definitely not ashamed of this message. 
he stood up to professors and, and told them about the gospels and things, and we're proud of Brother Malachi. Before we go to the scripture reading, I'd like to, I'd like to read you this portion, a quote this evening from the Ephesian church age. It is his life that is flowing and pulsating in the church, giving her life. And without him, there would be no life. Salvation is of the Lord. There was no one with him when he trod the fierceness of the wrath of the fiery furnace. It was not another but him who hung upon the cross and gave his blood. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. He is the Alpha and Omega of our salvation. We are espoused to him and not another. We don't belong to the church. We belong to him. His word is law. Creeds, dogmas, bylaws, and constitutions have no effect on us. Yes, it is Jesus alone who walks in the midst of the churches. It is God in her, willing and doing of his good pleasure. Never forget that. You have only one relationship to God, and God has only one relationship to you. That is Jesus and Jesus alone. He's walking in the midst of the church. He's telling you that he will never leave you and that he'll never forsake you. Psalms 47 and verse 1. Oh, clap your hands, all you people. Shout unto the God, shout unto God with a voice of triumph. For the Lord most high is terrible. He is a great king over all the earth. He shall subdue the people under us and the nations under our feet. I love this. He shall choose our inheritance for us, the excellency of Jacob, whom he loves, Selah. God is gone up with a shout, the Lord with the sound of a trumpet. Sing praises to God. Sing praises, sing praises unto our, sing, our king. Sing praises for the king for, for the God is the king of, the, of all the earth. Sing ye praises with understanding. God reigneth over the heathen. God sitteth upon the throne of his holiness. The princes of the people are gathered together, even the people of the God of Abraham. For the shields of the earth belong unto God. He is greatly exalted. If you have a need tonight, we take that upon our heart and we lift it before our faithful high priest this evening. As we go to the Lord in prayer this evening, let's call on the God of heaven. Heavenly Father, we come before you, Lord, worshiping you in spirit and in truth. Lord, the songs of Zion have been saying tonight, Lord, your mercy has come down, Lord. You have graced us with your presence, Lord, one more time, Lord. Lord, as I was sitting in the study, Lord, I begin to feel the anointing of the Lord as your children begin to praise you and lift up their voice and lift up their arms and, and lift up the praises to the God that is worthy of all things. Lord, I believe that you have come down to do extreme and special things here this evening. Lord, we're just, we're just a part of, we're glad to be a part of these things that you're doing in this hour, in this day. And Lord, we don't want to take it for granted that you have allowed us to come into the house of the Lord. Lord, for we know that there are those that are suffering persecution that are not able to be in the house of God. Lord, to stand with this truth, Lord. Lord, it bears a reproach, but Lord, may we, may we gladly bear the reproach of Christ, Father. May we stand and never be ashamed of this gospel. 
Lord, I pray that those that are listening by the way of the open air waves, listening through the live stream, I pray you bless them, Lord. I pray you minister to them that could not be in the house of God. Those that are, those that are sick and afflicted and shut in tonight, we pray a supernatural blessing upon them. May they feel the anointing quite as strong here in their room as we feel it here tonight. Lord, I pray that you would just go by their way. Lord, I pray you forgive us of our sins, our mistakes, our failures, Lord. Lord, we know that the coming of the Lord is soon at hand. And we desire, Father, that if there be any sin in our life, that you would, may you cover us with the blood cell of Christ, oh God. We want to be accounted worthy to escape the things that are to come, Jesus. Lord, I pray you'd anoint your servants just now, Lord, the hearer and the speaker. Lord, may you receive glory and honor tonight through our vessels. Lord, I've been in church all day long. I, I, cannot, I cannot wait to deliver these things that are upon my heart. Lord, I just, I just love you with all my heart. I pray, God, that you would do exceedingly tonight. Do abundantly tonight. Lord, I pray you bless those that are in the hospital tonight. Sister Debbie there in the, in the rehab center, Lord, I pray that the Holy Ghost go by her way. Lord, Brother Ron, Brother Matthew, as they're traveling up the road, I pray the angel of the Lord would lead them up the highways, oh God. Put a hand of protection around them. Jesus, we're here and we are, we are assigning for duty tonight. We're stepping into the role that you called us to, into our position. May you have the preeminence. In the name of Jesus Christ and the bride of Christ says, amen. Amen. May God bless you. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. This is where we belong. I hope you don't mind. I hope you don't mind me speaking these things. That's where God continues to bless us at and lead us to. And I believe we found our, our spot in life that we belong. And I believe that's where we should stay is in the spot that God blesses us. And the Bible said in, in Psalms 47 and 4 that he shall choose our inheritance for us. He has, he's chosen the place that we belong in. And this is the land of our inheritance. This, this gospel that we preach, this is the land of our inheritance. And it's God's will for us to inhabit the promises of God, not for us to leave them sitting on our coffee table and, and sitting there on our, on our bar and sitting there at our house. It is our job and our duty to feed on this word, to take the little book, eat that little book, become the little book. It's God's will that we inhabit these promises. And, and he is not a God that keeps things to himself, but he's a good God. He's a God that knows how to give good gifts. You see, we know how to give good gifts. And Jesus said, how be it that you being evil know how to give good gifts? How much more about your heavenly Father? How much more shall he give you those good things and those things that you ask of tonight? I believe tonight, I want to start this out with a challenge. I believe tonight that, that you can have whatsoever you ask in the name of Jesus tonight. I, I told you I was coming tonight and I was going to blow hell's doors off with what I've got to say and so by the help of the Lord tonight, I want to preach to you on, on where we belong, that this is our land. And if God gave us this land, it, we should do everything within our power to protect this land, to keep this land, to defend this land. He's a good God. He's given us the very best that he could absolutely give when he gave us the word. He didn't give us some weak, he didn't give us some weak weapon. He gave us the greatest weapon that's ever been placed in the hand of humans. 
In your hand tonight, Moses had a rod in his hand, but in your hand tonight is a living word. In your hand tonight is a sharp two-edged sword. And when you remember in Sabino Canyon when a king's sword came down, it was not a king's sword, it was the king's sword, and it didn't come down with a sheath upon it, it came down ready to go to battle. And you are the people of the open book. You're the people of the land. You're the people of the king's sword. And where a word, where the king's word is, there is power. I say to you tonight, by the power of Almighty God, the king's word is in this place. The word of the Lord is in this place. The king of kings is in this place. There's power here tonight. Hallelujah. God has given us everything that we have need of in our journey when he gave us the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Everything you have need of, he gave it to you right there. You see, he brought us to a land of promise. He didn't bring us to a land of lies and a land of of imagination. He brought us to a land of promise. And you know, there's 8,800 promises in the Bible from God. 8,800 promises from God. And you know, every single time, God kept his word. 8,800 times, God kept his word. The devil made nine promises in the Bible, and nine times the devil lied. It shows you that I'm on the Lord's side tonight, because I'm taking the side of 8,800 promises tonight. I want you to know that what I'm preaching to you is a God that cannot fail, a God that cannot lie, a God that will not back up on his word. 8,800 promises. In the ministry of William Branham, there was 8,380 visions that took place that you can hear on tape. 8,380 visions that were told to you and I. What is this? It is telling us that the God of heavens is speaking to us. People say, well, I I haven't heard from God in a while. Pick up your Bible. Pick up your Bible. Every time, I don't care if it's one scripture, you just read the word of Almighty God. Hallelujah. We are in the land of promise. And these promises are lifting us higher. They're not degrading us. They're not beating us down. They're not telling us that we're not worthy. But in the contrary, they're telling us that we are worthy. That he thought a whole lot of us. He thought that we are of value. The promises of God are lifting us higher. They're not like Satan that degrades us, degrades us and beats us back and forth. But the promises of God are yea and amen. But as our scripture reading has told us that we belong in the land of triumph. We don't belong in the land of defeat. God don't want you dealing and belonging in the land of sickness. He don't want you living in the land of misery. He wants you living in a good land. He wants you living in a land that's overflowing. It's flowing with milk and honey. It sounds like a sticky place, but you just stick right with this word. It's a land that's flowing with the promises of God. Are you with me tonight? He don't want you living in a land of sickness, a land of turmoil, a land of trouble. He wants you living in a land of health. Are you with me? 
He wants you to be successful in your soul. He wants you to be successful in your body, in your mind. When you go to work, He wants you to be successful. He wants you to be blessed when you come in, blessed when you go out, blessed in your storehouses, blessed in your basket. He said he'd make you the head and not the tail. He said he'd put you above and not beneath. That's the God. We don't belong in the land of curses. We belong in the land of blessings. Hallelujah. We belong in the land of triumph. The Bible says God, God has gone up with a shout and a shout of triumph. You know that victory and triumph are two different things. You see, God don't want you shouting with a voice of misery. You know, you have the power, you have the ability and the power to be able to speak, to be able to speak things into existence. And what you let echo out of your lips is what you will see made manifest. I'm not talking about just power, mind over matter and the power of speech, but I'm talking about speaking God's word. You know, if you speak, if you speak doubt, you're going to live in doubt. If you speak fear, you're going to live in fear. You know where you're speaking from. You know in your own life where you're speaking from. Maybe you're a husband, maybe you're a mother, and you know how you're speaking to your children. And sometimes, maybe you, maybe you corrected your children in the wrong atmosphere or in the wrong spirit. You corrected them in anger when you didn't do it in love. And your voice was a voice of anger instead of a voice of love. But I find that the voice of God is a corrective voice. It's a voice that wants you to live right. It's a voice that wants you to overcome. It's a voice that will lift you higher. And if you start speaking like the world that you came from, I believe that we ought to shout. I believe we ought to dance, but it should be a dance of triumph. It should be a shout of triumph. All right, we're going to speak from a voice. And that voice that's going to come out is a voice of triumph. But victory and triumph are two different things. You see, victory is when you win the battle. But triumph is a celebration of victory. You see, triumph is when the Roman army that would come in after they had went out and they had fought the battle... When they would come in after their victory, the Roman armies would come in and they would have a show of the spoils of the victory and they would parade around the city and they would display the glory and the power of their kingdom that they had won this battle. They would go through there in a triumphal parade. They would go down there knowing that they won the victory, but victory is when you win the battle and triumph is a celebration. It's a celebration. I wanted to declare to you tonight that tonight is the night of celebration. You've been defeated. You've been in a battle. Take a look around. You got some scars. You've been in a battle, but tonight's the night of celebration. Tonight is not the night of defeat. Tonight is not the night where you're still fighting a battle. Tonight is the night of triumph. Tonight is the night when you go through the city and you take Goliath's head and you drag it behind you and said, this is what I overcome. This is what I defeated. I want you to call your demons out into the street tonight and take a double barrel shotgun and blow the devil's head off.
yourself tonight. Have a celebration. Have a shout. Not a shout of misery. Not a shout of doubt. Hallelujah. A shout of triumph. Every praise is to our God. Tonight is the night of celebration. He made you a promise that he'd be with you even in you to the end of the world. Tonight's the night of celebration. We're talking about Brother Ralph's going home. You're talking about a side celebration. You think we're having a celebration here, but over on that side, a precious ruby has made it over. They are in triumph. Brother Ralph won the victory. I'm sure Brother Wayne's got the banjo in his hand. I'm sure Brother Homer's singing and shouting and dancing. One of my converts made it on the other side. Tonight's the night of celebration. Bride, you will not go down in defeat. There's a greater kingdom than Rome here. This is the kingdom of God. You're in the winter circle. You can't see it maybe, but you're in it. You know the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 2 and 14, thanks be to God, which always, not sometimes, not maybe, but always causes us to triumph in Christ. But to have a celebration, you got to have a victory. And to have a victory, you got to have a battle. So tonight is the night of celebration. Tonight's the night of celebration. We're going to do battle here tonight. I told you I was coming. Come on, somebody. I told you I was coming, and all the heaven's coming with me. Hell, I want you to know we're here to do business tonight. We're here to do business tonight. Tonight's the night of celebration. I'm speaking it. I'm walking into it. This is my land. You promised me that I would have it. I'm going to have it tonight. Hallelujah. They count backwards at NASA. Ten, nine, eight. All the way down to one, but we count upwards. We're in the seventh day. We're ready for takeoff. Tonight's the night of celebration. You've been going through a battle all week long. Throughout your mind, you've been battling all week long. But tonight, the battle will be finished. The victory will be won. And you will celebrate tonight. Not tomorrow. Not the next day. Tonight. So we got a war on our hands and we got to fight Satan off. We got to fight to live. We got to fight for our health. We got to fight for our sanity. We got to fight for our peace. Fight for our joy. Fight for our love. Fight for the Holy Ghost. Fight for our family. They're worth fighting for and I'm willing to fight with you. 
I'm the kind of guy that you call when you need to go into battle, when you're needing a buddy. I'm not just talking about somebody that's scared to get their hands dirty. I'm talking about the guy that's able to take the gloves off. I'm the guy to call when it comes to that type of job, and I come to do business tonight. Is there anybody else that's willing to go into battle with me? Let's bring back the spoils tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tonight's the night. Let's get to work. So we look at the children of Israel that they knew that this land belonged to them. The promise belonged to them. And they could look at it through the eyes of faith and say that's where we belong at. When everybody else was saying that they wasn't, didn't want to go over there, there was a Joshua that rose up and a Caleb that rose up. That was a type of the true believers in Christ Jesus. They rose up no matter the critics that tried to keep them off of the land. You talk about a journey that they had to go through. They had to go and they had to look at the Red Sea. They had to go and look at the Jordan. And God opened up the Red Sea and opened up the Jordan because there was a land that belonged to them on the other side of it. They had to go through the struggles. They had to go through the critics. They had to go through the obstacles of facing Philistines and giants and critics. But they were a people that was destined to take the land. The Bible says in Numbers 33 and 50 to drive out the inhabitants. And the Lord spake unto Moses in the plains of Moab by Jordan near Jericho saying, Speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them, When you are passed over Jordan into the land of Canaan, then you shall drive out all the inhabitants of the land. You ain't got to go out and fight somebody else's battle, but you got to fight your battles. It's not about going out... It's not about going out and fighting the, the nominal Christian's job and fighting their battles. This is our battle. This is where God destined us to. You don't fight the battle out there. You fight the battle in here. Then you shall drive out the inhabitants of the land from before you and destroy all their pictures, destroy all their molten images and quite pluck down all their high places and you shall dispossess the inhabitants of the land and dwell therein. For I have given you the land. Who's saying this? Jehovah. Elohim. Almighty God is saying this. That I've given you this land to possess it. It was their job to go and kick them off. It was their job because the land was rightfully theirs. It was rightfully theirs and there were squatters on the land. But you can kick a squatter off and a squatter will come back. A squatter will try to live off of your experience and degrade your experience. You try to tear it down and try to make you knock down to the devil, but that's what a squatter is. He'll try to steal your joy. He'll try to steal your family. He'll try to, he'll try to strip the land of all the nutrients of it. But it's your job to fight to maintain that land. 
to maintain the land. Job said that though God slay me, yet I'm going to trust him. And I will maintain my cause with him. Job said, I know I've lived the right kind of life. I've lived the right kind of life. I have destined these things. I've, I've proclaimed these things. I've walked into these things. But I will maintain my cause. No matter what the critics were saying around Job, he was maintaining his ways. He was walking in his ways. And God knows the way that we take tonight. It's our job to fight, to maintain. God gave us this land. And it's our job to guard the borders of this land. You've got to guard the borders of your new birth. Young people, you got to guard. you got to guard your dress. Are you, are you with me tonight? you got to guard your experience. you got to guard your speech. Young girls, you got to guard your heart. Young boys, you got to guard your heart. Mamas and daddies, you got to guard your family. God gave them to you. He didn't give them to me, he gave them to you. It's your job to guard for them. It's your job to protect them. Hallelujah. You got to do the job. We must defend our God-given rights. Every promise in the book is mine. We got to defend it. We got to fight on our hands. And we got to win the battle. You know that we find that the scripture tells us that God has always had overcomers throughout every age. In every age there's been overcomers and God has always had one man that he could put his hand upon and he could say, that's my man. I can tell him what to do and he'll do exactly what I says he's doing. There was a Moses, there was an Abraham, there was an Isaac and a Jacob and a Joseph that God could lay his hand upon. Then there rose up a Moses that he could lay his hand upon and he would do exactly what God told him to do. Then there was a Joshua that rose up that God could place his hand upon him and said, that's my servant. I can tell him what to do and that's exactly what he'll do. He won't waver what all the other people say around him. And when Joshua came to the crisis of his ministry in Joshua chapter 10, when he had the enemy routed and he had them pushed back in a corner, he needed a little bit more time to deal with his demons. He needed a little bit more time so that he could destroy the enemy that was trying to keep them off of their belongings. It was his job to go in there as a son of God to speak the things then right into existence. And I want to say this to you tonight. We want to say the right things. We want to say the right things tonight. If Hattie Wright could say the right thing about thus saith the Lord, what about you and I tonight? Let's say the right thing tonight. That's nothing but the truth. And Joshua was standing at this crisis where he needed a little bit more time to deal with the demons that were keeping him off of his land. And he said, son, he didn't pray about it. He didn't seek God about it. But he said, Son, stand still and moon, thou hang there of the valley of Ajalon until I defeat my enemies. Tonight's your night. You need a little bit more time? Ask that the preacher preaches one more minute. So that you defeat your enemies. Hallelujah. 
But God said that I won't give you the land. I won't give you the land in one year, but I'll give it to you little by little. So the land won't overtake you. Come on, somebody. The land is just going to keep coming. You keep walking into it, but you can't walk out of it. Woo! Little by little. Driving out depression, driving out nervousness, driving out anxiety. Little by little. Walk into your land, walk into your inheritance. You were seen in a vision. You were seen in a vision. I can tell you. I can tell you what to do to get in that vision, but I can't move the hat. I can't move the hat. Everything's got to be in place. I want you to know, children, the hat's in place and the people are walking right in step. We're in the vision. We're in the vision. We're in the saith the Lord and Satan cannot defeat the saith the Lord. Try and stop us. Try and keep us off our land. Hallelujah. It's nighttime. Just speak to the S-O-N. May the S-O-N hang over your life tonight until you're completely delivered. Completely healed. Completely set free. You belong in the land of healing. You belong in the land of deliverance. Well, let's just live right there. I want to ask you, where are you living at? Are you living in misery? Are you living in turmoil? Are you living in defeat? Well, step out of that. I've gotten testimonies out of these services that we've been speaking. Brother Tom Hill sitting back there sent me a note last weekend. He said, the Lord came by and touched my shoulder. He said, where else can you get that at? He said, this is where I belong at. Sister Laura sent me word this morning, early this morning, and said the word of the Lord came to her and said healing is where she belongs at. Church of the living God, healing is where you belong at. You don't belong in the land of sickness. I belong in the land of living. Mercy. Hallelujah. I want to be that man that God can put his hand upon. He said, that's my man. That's my servant. He'll do what I says do. I believe that we're looking at the type of people that's overcomers. That now is the time to go and pursue and overtake it. I want to tell you that I hear the rustling of wind in the, wind, in, in the leaves of the mulberry trees and it's time to go and take it. It's time to go, it's time to go and defeat the Philistines. Do you hear that? I hear the abundance of rain coming. Get your rain barrels out. Tonight's the night of celebration. Oh, hallelujah. It may look very small. It may look like the size of a hand of a man there. But I want you to know there's coming a cloud. There's coming, whoo, hallelujah. There's coming a cloud that's going to drop a Holy Spirit rain upon you tonight. Go ahead. Get your rain barrels out. Get your heart ready. 
Let your faith loose. I know what I'm preaching tonight. I'm preaching to your faith. I'm preaching to your faith tonight. And when faith is being preached, healing's got to take place. I mean, that's just as simple as it is. So I know by the time that I get done with this service, there is going to be healing coming forth from your lips. Faith will heal your body. Faith will raise you up. Hallelujah. We belong right here. And I don't plan on moving off of it. Try to push me around all you want to, but I'm staying right here. Try to push me off my land. I'm under a Joshua commission. Hallelujah. I've looked over at the parallel. I've looked over at the parallel over in Ephesians and it tells me that I was predestined to take it. I was predestined to live it. Though I was dead, I am now alive. Oh, hallelujah. I may have not looked like I didn't belong in this land, but I want you to know, hallelujah, this is my land. It may have been sometimes in your past you didn't look like that you were an inhabitant of the land, but I want you to tell you you're a part of the land. You're a part of the promise. Do you believe that tonight? I'm a part of the promise. I'm a part of thus say the Lord. You can't be defeated then. This is my inheritance. But you got to fight for it. God didn't intend for you to be wore out. God didn't intend for you to be slapped wore out and you can't come. and You, you come to the house of God and you sleep all the way through. I believe there's been a shout from the bridegroom to wake us up. Maybe you're still sleeping through it, but I want to tell you that he has descended and he's had a shout and a voice and a trumpet and it all do all three things at one time. Hallelujah. He's here. He's here. God didn't intend for you to be wore out and be unsure. That's the enemy's job. That's the enemy's job to make you feel unsure. It's the enemy's job to make you feel not, make you feel unconfident. It's the enemy's job to make you feel that you're not healthy. It's the enemy's job to strip away your immune system. It's the enemy's job to make you not strong. It's the enemy's job to make you disbelieve in your weapon of warfare and tell you and make you not confident in your weapon of warfare. But our weapons are not carnal, but mighty. And pulling down the strongholds of God. We are to cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the mind of God. Tonight, cast it out. Cast out fear. Cast out doubt. I wonder if there's anybody in here that knows what I'm talking about tonight. That tonight's your night. I want you to know that Jesus came. The Bible said that Jesus came to destroy the works of the enemy. And I want to tell you that Jesus is on your road. Like he was on the road to Legion's place. I want you to know he's on your road and he's hunting for you. He's hunting for you tonight. And he as good as his word, he's coming. Hallelujah. He's coming. Make ready. Jesus is coming. 
Hallelujah. Tonight's the night. You forgive me. I already see the end. But I'm trying to get you through the battle. Can I tell you something? You're already seen in victory. So while you're fighting right now, I want you to fight with the mindset that you're a winner. Remember that the Bible said, as we read in our scripture reading in Psalms 47 and 9, that the shields of the earth belong unto the Lord. That means all of the weapons, the shield and the weapons of warfare belong to the Lord. That means the rulers of this earth belong unto the Lord. There's nothing that can touch you unless, you see, God's got control of everything. He's in control of everything. And there's not one evil spirit that can come in here and block you that God don't have control over tonight. There's spirits that are flying around in here tonight to get you to disbelieve. But the word of the Lord to you and those spirits is we rebuke that devil. Those spirits can't touch one hair of your head until God gets permission, gives them permission. We should never live below our God-given privileges. We should go in there and possess everything that, 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 that is rightfully ours. We should possess the gate of sickness. Possess the gate of death. Possess the gate of backsliding and temptation. I'm going to need a quote. I got one for you. The biggest fault that I can find with any of the churches and especially the real church that's born again, they don't know who they are. You don't realize what the privilege that God has given you. You're looking for something way off in some kind of a millennium, but that's one that the devil's pulled over you. The Bible says now are we sons of God, not we will be, we are now. And every redemptive blessing that the Lord Jesus died for is our personal property right now. Everything that he died for, not we will be, we are now. You're an heir. You're an heir to the promise. You're an heir to the land. You're an hallelujah. You're an heir to the God of creation. Tonight when you leave, normally when you leave, you grab all of your belongings. You grab your purse, you grab your Bible, you grab your sweater, you grab your scarves. Some of you grab your fans, but you grab your belongings. But tonight I want to give you another list of belongings that I want you to grab and I want you to take with you tonight. Because these things belong to you. You're going to reach down, you're going to grab your Bible here in about, by some of your opinion, you want me to be done in two minutes, but I won't be done that fast. But here in a little bit, you're going to grab your belongings. Let me just say it like that so I don't get your hopes up because I know every time I say I'm getting ready to close, resurrection power starts hitting the place. So let me go ahead and tell you, I'm getting ready to close here in a little bit. Resurrection is happening. Some people just woke up. <laughs> but I'm going to give you a list of belongings that belong to you. 
That means they're your possessions. That means they belong to you, that you own it, that they're rightfully yours. And so maybe you got a pen or a pencil that you want to write these things down. You know, I, I try to keep good track of things that I own in life. And I try to be very diligent in business and everything that I do. I'm very meticulous on where I lay my wallet and where I lay my keys at. <laughs> but I'm very meticulous where I lay the promises of God at. And I want you to lay them right over your heart right now. That these things are yours. They're not somewhere off in the future. They're right now. These things belong to you. You let me know when you're ready. All right, I got ten with me, so we'll go for you ten. All right, hold on. We got a few more almost. Almost on the count. Horseshoes and grenades. So hurry up. I may have a grenade here for the devil here in a minute. Back up. This is a list of things that belong to you. You ready? The Holy Ghost belongs to you. The promise belongs to you. Healing belongs to you. Deliverance belongs to you. And now hold up. You believe that? All right. I just want to make sure that, this, that I'm talking to the right people. This is where it belongs at. Deliverance belongs to you. Love belongs to you. Hallelujah. Peace belongs to you. Joy belongs to you. Happiness belongs to you. Faith belongs to you. Blessings belong to you. Salvation belongs to you. Deliverance belongs to you. Eternal life belongs to you. Overcoming power belongs to you. The term and the title, devil defeating, de de demon defeaters, belongs to you. Serpent bruisers belongs to you. The blood belongs to you. <laughs> Hallelujah. The word belongs to you. Am I going too fast for you? Gather your belongings. The word belongs to you. The message belongs to you. The anointing belongs to you. And Jesus belongs to you. These are your belongings. And the devil is trying to keep you off of this land. I say take your hands off of God's property. Get your filthy hands off of my belongings. This is my promise. This is my joy. This is my peace. This is my happiness. This is my baby. This is my strength. This is mine. They belong to me. And it's my right to guard them. It's my right to protect them. I'm standing on thus saith the Lord. He's here. thought I missed it but I didn't miss it but your family belongs to you go and get her David Abigail is rightfully yours Jesus is coming for his bride she belongs to him 
We're moving because our headship is telling us to move. We're dancing because our headship is telling us to dance. Come on, somebody. We are not a, we're not a freak bride. We don't have a headless horseman here. We have a headship. We are from a kingdom. We are from glory. We're moving where the head says goes. And where he goes, I will go. His people are my people. Hallelujah. This is my land. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I wouldn't tell you anything. I wouldn't dare tell you a lie, but I'm telling you that he's here. Your maker holds the keys tonight. The key to your joy, he holds it in his hands. The key to your faith, he holds it in his hands. He knows what's blocking you from this. It seems like that demon of oppression and depression keeps hovering over you and it won't seem like it won't move. It seems like it won't move and it's hanging over you. But I'm telling you tonight to take the sword of the Lord and cut Goliath's head off. Tonight's the night. Tonight's the night of celebration. Oppression, you won't leave here. You won't leave here because maybe their faith is weak, but mine's not. Oppression, leave in the name of Jesus. I know where I'm standing at. Come out of it. Walk out of it. Joshua, send out the foot soldiers. Walk through the land. Every place that you put your foot, put your foot on, it's yours. Mamas and daddies, children, grandmas, grandpas, widows, put your foot on the promise tonight. It's our land. It's our land. You can be seated. These are all your belongings. But what good is it going to do to give a canary bird vitamins if he's just going to keep it caged up? What good is it going to do for me to preach to you a gospel that will set your soul aflame if you ain't going to believe it? Come on, somebody. What good is it going to do for a preacher or somebody to prophesy something over top of you and you not go and you not believe it and you go out there and you disbelieve those things? What good is it going to do? It ain't going to do you one lick of good if the preacher prophesies that you're going to be blessed and the preacher prophesies that you're going to be healed and he tells you that the Spirit of the Lord is here to saturate your life and destroy the works of the devil. It ain't going to do one lick of good until you believe it. The medicine's got to be swallowed. You got to take the tonic. You got to swallow it down. There is balm in Gilead tonight. There is healing. There is healing flowing down from the virtues of Calvary. It's here for you tonight. It ain't going to do you one lick of good. I can tell you that we're anointed to fly higher. I can tell you that this is where we belong. I can tell you don't ever be ashamed. But it ain't going to do you one lick of good until you believe it. Until you put it into action. You see, I buy this Bible, I can tell you that you're already healed. 
I by this Bible can tell you that you're already delivered. I by this Bible can tell you that if you'll truly repent, I mean truly repent, truly repent, truly repent, do a 180, you turn from the old man and you start walking to the man that God wants you to be. You truly repent and be baptized in water back here. I'm not talking about a little sprinkle on your forehead that the Catholic priest can put on you. I'm talking about being buried. Burying old man. You see, I, by this Bible, I can tell you that if you'll repent and be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remissions of your sins, that you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, that this promise is unto you and to your children and to them that's afar off. I can tell you those things, but if you don't believe it, it ain't going to do you one lick of good. I can tell you every promise in here is yours, but it ain't going to do you one lick of good until you step out in faith. Maybe you ain't got faith enough to step out, but come here. Come here. Take a step with me. Maybe you're going to take a step. Maybe, maybe you ain't got enough faith to step out. Let's, let's, let's just take a step right here. You see that one right there? This is a natural. But you see that step right there? Let's step. That's ours. Let's take a step right there. It's ours. Maybe you ain't got enough faith to step out. But let me help you step out tonight. God bless you. The promise is yours. You need my help? You remember that father that came with the case to Jesus? He said, Lord, help my unbelief. It was not that he disbelieved, but he needed faith. He needed God to lift his faith. Maybe I need a little help tonight. I say, oh God, go and lift up their faith. Now anoint him, raise him up higher, lift him up higher. You were born for the rapture. You were born for the body change. You were born for this message. It belongs to you. Hallelujah. Moses said that we're not leaving a hoof behind. And the reason why he said we're not leaving a hoof behind is because it belonged to him. You can hear the vision. You can hear the prophet tell about the vision of the 42-inch caribou. But there were certain things that were not maybe adding up in his own mind that he couldn't figure out. Well, there's nobody here. It ain't God. There's nobody here that's got a green checkered shirt. So it wasn't the time, he thought in his mind. But when he turned around and he looked at Brother Eddie, he said, well, Brother Eddie, I thought you didn't have a green checkered shirt. He said, Brother Branham, I didn't think I did either, but my wife packed this old shirt. Why did she pack that old shirt? Because it belonged in the vision. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. It was to be there. You're talking about anointing of God that God would so anoint a wife that she wouldn't throw away a shirt that was a part of the vision. I was seen on the other side. You can try to throw me away all you want to. But I belong in the vision. Oh, let the devil try to knock me down. Let him try to stop me. I belong there. Our seed was seen there. Our offspring was seen there. They belong there. 
Let them come. Let them come. Hallelujah. There's power that lays in this truth. Tonight we're here, we're giving witness. We're giving witness of what the word can do. There's a nose on your face because it belongs there. There's an ear on your head because it belongs there. You're a part of this body. But there was a sister one time that came to the prophet that was holding a handkerchief over her nose. You remember that story. She was holding that handkerchief over her nose. He, thought, he said, I thought she was weeping about something. He said, when she took that handkerchief away, that nose was completely eaten off. And the vibration said that it was cancer. You see, the demon was trying to rob something from the place that it belonged at. But the nose belonged back in that position. Back where it was born to be at. Are you with me? And the prophet prayed. And three months later, three months later, he seen a woman waving at him. Said, do you remember me, Brother Manum? Do you remember me? He said, no, I don't really remember you. Remember, I was a lady that had a nose that was eaten off. But there was a new nose that was put in there. A nose belonged there, and that's what God gave her. God didn't give her an ear to go on there, or an eye to go there, but a nose to go there, because a nose belonged there. And God knows where the son heir is supposed to be, and he knows where the daughter is supposed to be, and they'll be right there. What happened? The doctor couldn't explain it. She told the doctor, I just changed, I just changed doctors. Well, who'd you go see? Dr. Jesus. They belong in that position. They belong in that spot. Go to Dr. Jesus. He heals all of your heart diseases. He hears all of you. He hears and heals all of your problems. You were built to take this land. You're anointed to press the battle. And I'm getting ready to drive something right smack into the eye of the devil. I've been looking at this thing for the last month. And I'm coming against Satan in the name of Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. We know what it'll do to a table. We know what the name of Jesus will do to a table. We know what the name of Jesus will do to a dead baby. We know what the name of Jesus will do to a dead womb. Come on, somebody. We know what the name of Jesus will do. We realize that there's power in the name of Jesus. That when we speak the name Jesus, that something's got to shake. David said in Psalms 118 and 10 that all nations can pass me about, but in the name of the Lord will I destroy them. It may look like you're surrounded, but you're surrounded by him. A prophet would say that this age is the grandest of ages because it's the ending of time and the blending of eternity. 
It's the greatest sinful age. It's more sin in this age than there's ever been. And the powers of Satan is many times harder to fight against than it was in any age. We're fighting against a real devil. It's not just some thought where we're fighting against a real devil. It's trying to steal away your health and steal away your joy and all of these belongings that I read to you. It's trying to steal all those things away to you. But you don't have to scream at the devil to make him move. I've stood beside men that tried and they thought they had to stand there and scream at a devil to make him move. You ain't got to scream at no devil. The devil recognizes one thing and that's faith. The devil realizes that there's a blood that's backing it up. You see, because when I stand there, I'm not standing on my own accord and that demon does not have to, he don't have to mind me, but he has to mind the one that I represent. He has to mind the name in which I'm proclaiming. And there's no other name under heaven and earth where men should be saved but by the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible said that all men shall bow and, and they shall worship that name. They shall bow at the name of Jesus Christ. That name is powerful tonight. It drives demons back. It drives fear back. You ain't got to scream at no devil. He don't care how much you cut up. It ain't going to bother him one, one bit. You can't scare him, but the blood scares him. There's a life behind that blood, and that's what he's scared of. The blood of bulls and goats didn't scare him away, but the blood of Jesus does. It's a perfect blood. It'll move Satan. You remember when that maniac came? You forgive me, but I'm, I'm still in a battle here. You remember when the maniac came at Portland, Oregon, and he said that I'm going to break every bone in your body, that you're nothing but a snake in the grass, and tonight, tonight I'm going to, I'm going to do these things to you. You remember the proclamation that the devil made out of this man. You remember those things. But you remember that the demon lost. Why did he lose? Because there was a blood there. And the Spirit of the Lord proved who belonged in their position. And Satan lost. I'm going to drive this just here, just now, that Satan is a loser. Satan is a loser. A loser is somebody that's unable to succeed. A loser is someone who is doomed to fail. A loser is someone who consistently loses. You know, it wouldn't be very fair in the sports realm if you could tell who was going to win every single game. Well, this ain't a fair battle. Come on, somebody. I already know who's going to win. You walked into church one way and you're walking out different. I can tell you who's going to lose and it ain't you. Because why? You're an invincible army. You know where you're standing. You're unable to be defeated. Now listen to these things as I read them. Let's bow our heads. Our Heavenly Father, thou art here to heal. Heal the sick. 
to perform miracles, to cast out demons, to reveal the secrets of the people's hearts, to call demons by their names, to heal all manner of sickness and diseases among the people. Lord God, we thank you for everything that thou hast done this night and pray, God, that this will be a great night and every person in the building may rise as this woman out of her wheelchair just now, standing by faith, believing, God, may they go home healed every one of them and make completely whole. I now ask this blessing of their healing through Jesus Christ's name. Satan, thou ungodly spirit, you that tries to bind the people with unbelief, tries to make them doubt, you are a loser. You are defeated. I now plead the blood of Christ around you. Every believer, that foul spirit, leave this audience in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out from the people. Liberate them through Christ's name. Again, he says, Satan, you who bound these people, they have been prayed over. God's blessings been asked over them. You are a loser. So I want you to say that, Satan, you are a loser. Write it down. Put it on your refrigerator. Put it in your car. Put it on your bedpost. Satan, you are a loser. You're unable to succeed. All of your plans have been defeated. In my commission, he says, in the name of Jesus, rise up from there. Here comes a lady paralyzed out of the chair. Come, rise up. Look at here, coming out of the wheelchair, walking around. Praise the Lord. Here comes another one up. Another lady paralyzed from the wheelchair, standing up, praising God. Let's raise our hands, giving God praise everywhere. That's right. Raise up over there in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Stand on your feet. Little boy, stretch forth your hand there and be made well. Wheelchairs are moved back. People are falling in the wheelchairs, having a glorious time. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Satan, you are a loser. Again, he says, bring the lady here. Let me show you something. What this lady suffers with, there's, there's dozens of you here in here with it. This woman suffering with a mental nervousness. If you deal with nervousness tonight... I want you to raise your hand. If it, if it makes you ashamed, you ain't got to raise your hand. But if you have dealt with it or it has tormented you in your past, I want you to realize tonight that Satan is a loser. God don't want you living in nervousness. God don't want you living there. God wants you living in peace. God wants you living in a sound mind. He wants you to live. He wants you living in the, in the land of power, in the land of love. In the land of a sound mind. This woman suffering with a mental illness. She's real nervous and upset. Uh, many may raise your hand if, if it's the truth. All right. How many in here has that kind of nervousness raised to your feet to be healed at this time? Come on. I know you're here. That spirit's begging mercy, mercy, mercy. Here's what God's been wanting me to do. I just fell into it. Right here. Satan, you are a loser. In Jesus Christ's name, come out of every one of them. Five years, that's what I've been talking about. That's what God's been wanting me. I couldn't see it till now. I see what he means. Every person in here can go home and eat without a stomach trouble. I'm coming for you. That was bad. 
Every nervous case can go home and be well. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Now just a moment, here it is again. Now just a moment, there's a strong move from this man. Oh, here, you have a cancer, sir. You have a cancer, so do you. Isn't that right? She had cancer. That's right, lady. You can't live without God. Neither can you. Every person has cancer. Stand to your feet. Are you healed? Are you ready to be healed? Are you ready to rise from that cot and go home and be made well in the name of Jesus? Get up. Rise up and walk in the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Go home and be made well. Go home and get well. Almighty God, in the name of your son Jesus Christ, I rebuke every demon power. Come out. I say, Satan, you're a loser. God has sent Christ and he's won the victory. We just went through battle and Christ has won the victory. Satan is the loser. Satan, you're a loser. You can't hold these people any longer. You're exposed right here tonight and you can't hold them any longer. Come out of them in the name of Jesus Christ. Leave every one of them. Won't you gather your belongings right now? Satan, turn the people loose and come out of them. You're a loser. And there's not one that's God's ordained to life that you can hold. They'll come out anyhow. No matter what you do, they're coming anyhow. These are my belongings. They belong to me. They belong to God. They're coming. All the Father's given me will come to me and none of them is lost. I pray God that you'll hear now and make the Satan, that evil one, turn these people loose. Satan, you're a loser. You're a loser. We started out this sermon Talking about that tonight's the night. Tonight's the night of the celebration. That you are going to win the battle. The victory is over. It's already done. Let me drop a few more things to you. When I feel like a person is worthy of it, when they're going for a job, I'll tell them, if I feel like they're worthy of it, I'll tell them, use my name. Use my name as a reference. Why? Because, whether you want to believe us or not, my name has power behind it. I, as a leader in this community, when you go for a job and you put my name down, the Brother Ron's name, it is associating you with a leader of the community. And it is saying, when I'm saying that I think, what I'm saying is if I can tell you that you're worthy to take my name and go to the job, I'm saying that I believe that this person is worthy enough to get the job done. That I believe that they should be hired out. I don't give that out to everybody, but there are certain people that I believe it's worthy of giving out my name to because they're worthy. They're worthy. They can get the job done. I'm saying, I'm saying that I believe that they'll be a good hire for you. As a company, I believe they'll be good for you. I'm giving my name you see, my name's backing you up. 
whether you know this or not, your name's got value. My name's got value to it. There's value to a name. I was, I was dealing with a, a place of business a couple of years ago. And they was trying to give me a runaround over, over a certain business deal. And I said, hold up. It was a manager who didn't know the situation. I said, hold up one minute. I don't believe you recognize who I am. You see, because I send thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars through your place of business. And I don't believe you want me turning that down. You see, I tell them that you're a reputable place and a place of good business that people can get a good deal here. But I don't believe that you want me telling the people that I influence that this place is a place of business that does bad business and they're shysters. They're liars. I don't believe you want me doing that. You see, he didn't realize who I was. But once I brought him up to who I was, he quickly changed his stance. Why? Because he wanted mine and he wanted your business. You see, Satan has to take a change of stance when you come against him in the name of Jesus Christ because there's value in the name that you speak in. Are you with me tonight? You see, God must have thought something of you that he would tell you that you can take my name. i got your back. You speak in my name. You prophesy in my name. I got your six and I got your twelve. I will go before you. I will be behind you. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Satan, you are a loser. Tonight is the night to celebrate. The name of Jesus has defeated the enemy. Walk out. Walk out. This is where you belong at. Walk out. You remember the dream Brother Branham had of the believers that were locked up in that cage. And Brother Borders was screaming out, Deliver us. Deliver this. Deliver us from this house of hell. This is a house of hell. He said, I can't do it. He said, I can't do it. He said, but then I heard a voice say, deliver those people. Deliver them. And he said, Satan, house of hell, give way in the name of Jesus Christ. And there began to be a rattling and a shaking and the prison bars cut loose. I'm telling you tonight, house of hell, give way in the name of Jesus Christ. We belong freed from the cage. Walk out of it. Tonight's the night to celebrate. Let there come a shout from your voice, a voice of triumph, a voice of victory. I'm coming out with my children. I'm coming out with you. I've been in prayer about this all day long. Right now is the time to start dancing because the celebration is on. Look around. Look around. There's blood on the street of Goliath's head. There's blood all over the street.
The lights are light. Cut it off. Little Brad, know your position. Take off running through the streets. Tonight's the night. This ain't a bunch of emotion. This is where we belong at. It's took me a whole month to get here to this thought. But if you're in the spot where you belong and you're confident there, you can never be ashamed. This is the land that you belong in. Don't you be afraid to stand for your God-given rights. You were anointed to do so. Hallelujah. The same weapon that took down a bear and the same weapon that took down a lion is the same weapon that's taken down your Goliath. Don't forget what you drug in the street just now.
heart saints little girl was lying there people were all were weeping they just laughed at Jesus when he said she's only sleeping as he took her by the hand she began to live again. Some began to praise the Lord. Some began to say, He's in the house. Death has to There's no 
as a congregation to gather your belongings. Amen. Yes. I want you to gather all your belongings. He's here. I want you to gather your belongings. While the angels in the water gather your belongings and step into the water. Oh, peace of God, cover me. Oh, cover me. Oh, cover me. Oh, peace of God. Oh, hey.
same. Just let your faith reach out and touch him. Oh, he is here. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, he is here. Oh, amen. Oh, he is here.
David, David took Goliath's own sword and he cut the devil's head off. And Satan said you couldn't have it. He said you couldn't have it. He said you didn't belong there. He said that you were nothing but a ruddy little boy. Today, but today, we're no, no, no longer known as David. The David that herds the sheep. The David that killed the bear. The David that killed the lion. We're Davids that has slayed our giants. This is a very bad day for Satan. It's a very bad day. These things that you're seeing in the natural, you will see in the spiritual. stakes out drive down the stake and enlarge the tent in here bound people walked in here when their mind was so bombarded with anxieties of life people walked in here with fear people walked in here doubting what would take place tonight people walked in here and thought maybe this was just another service people walked in here one way And I want to say this to you. You're either going to walk back to the land that you came out of or you're going to walk in the land that you belong in. What do you find is necessary that's worth fighting for? Satan's a loser. How do I know that there's power in this truth? 
Brother Ron would say, the world has their models. And the bride has theirs. This is the land we belong in. I'm not going to allow any evil spirit to keep me off of that land. I have felt all of my life and all of my ministry that one was worth going for. I've preached to crowds that were under 10 in number. And I've preached to crowds in thousands. I travel, I would travel 10,000 miles for one. Tonight, the value of Full Gospel Lighthouse went up. You're going to look tomorrow morning and you're going to see the stock market. It's going to bounce around. Stock market is going to bounce around tomorrow. It may go up, may, may go down. But Full Gospel Lighthouse stock just soared. It's worth every dime that you put in it. It's worth every energy that you put in it. These services aren't possible without you. Your voice is a voice of triumph. A voice of victory. I'd say that our sound is matching our miracle. What you're hearing is a sound of freedom. The voice of many waters has spoke and the voice of resurrection is in the bride. Walk into your promise. Let's just water these seeds. Let's water them with our praise just now. Let's lift our hands to the God of heaven the creator of heaven and earth. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us. Emmanuel is here. The great I Am is here. That God is worth your praise. Give Him praise. Give Him praise. Give Him honor. Give Him glory. Hallelujah. Give him praise. 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 Give him honor. Give him glory. He's worthy. He's the king. sing that song sing that song you are God alone don't be in no hurry just now 
mamas and daddies. You know that feeling when you get home from work and your children come running in and they just want to wrap their, they want to wrap their arms around you because they missed you. He's wrapping his arms around you tonight. He's giving you a hug. Say, oh, I missed you. Oh, I long for you to come back home. You know, mamas and daddies, you just want to hold on to those moments. Let's hold on to it for a little time tonight. Let's worship Him. Sing it to Him tonight. Give Him praise. Give Him praise. Give Him praise. Whose power none can contain. You're the only God. Praise will never end. You're the only God who's worthy of everything we can give. You are God. That's just, that's just the way it is. You are God alone from before time began. God created oh, by human hands. You were not a God dependent on any mortal man. You were not a God in need of anything we can get. Where you are, God alone, from before time began. Oh, you were on your throne in the good times and bad. You're unchangeable. You're un. 
unshakable You're unstoppable Oh, that's what you are You're unchangeable Oh, unshakable Oh, unstoppable Oh, that's what you are. Oh, you are God alone. From before time began. Oh, you are on your throne. You are God alone. And right now. The good times and bad. Oh, you are on your throne. You are God alone. Sing this song here. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I child of God oh from my mother's womb oh you have chosen me love has has called my name oh I've been born again into a family flows through my veins and I'm no longer a slave to fear I am a child I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. I want to sing a song, Blessings, Glory, and Honor. I think we sing it in the key of C. Blessings, glory, and honor, glory and honor to your name, glory and honor to your name, lift up the name of Jesus. 
Jesus. Lift up our hearts to Him in praise. For there is power in His name. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. Blessings, glory and honor. Glory and honor to your name. Glory and honor to your name. Lift up the name of Jesus. Lift up our hearts to Him in praise. For there is power in His name. Speak this. Speak this. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. Oh, lift up. Lift it up tonight. The name of Jesus. Lift up our hearts to Him in praise. For there is power in His name. His name is Jesus. His name. Shout it. His name is His name is Jesus. Oh, lift up. Oh, the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Lift up our hearts to Him in praise. For there is power in His name. His name. His name, His name is Jesus, sing it to Him one more time, in the land of blessings we walk out in the land of the Holy Ghost the name of Jesus 
will drive back every fear. Oh, clap your hands. Psalms 47 as we read it. And then we'll dismiss this evening. Oh, clap your hands. All ye people, shout unto God with the voice of triumph. For the Lord most high is terrible. He is a great king over all the earth. He shall subdue all the people under us and the nation under our feet. He shall choose our inheritance for us. The excellency of Jacob whom he loves, Salah. God has gone up with a shout. The Lord with the sound of trumpet. Sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises unto our king. Sing praises. For God is the king of all the earth. Sing ye praises with understanding. Hold on. You can praise with an understanding tonight. You can shout with an understanding tonight that Satan's a loser. Hallelujah. Sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises unto our King. Sing praises. For God is the King of all the earth. Sing ye praises with understanding. God reigneth over the heathen. God sitteth upon the throne of his holiness. The princes of the people are gathered together, even the people of the God of Abraham. For the shields of the earth belong unto God. He is greatly exalted. Give him praise one more time in the house of God. Well, this joy that I have, oh, the world didn't give it to me. Oh, this joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me. This joy that I have, oh, the world didn't give it to me. Well, the world didn't give it, and the world can't take it away. God that I have, oh, the world didn't give him to me, oh, this God I have, the world didn't give it to me, this God that I have, oh, the world didn't give it to me, oh, the world didn't give it, the world can't take it away, oh, this love that I have. No, the world didn't give it to me. Oh, this love that I have, the world didn't give it to me. Oh, this love that I have, oh, the world didn't give it to me. No, the world didn't give it, and the world can't take it away. Oh. 
world this Holy Ghost I have. The world didn't give it to me. Oh, this Holy Ghost that I have. The world didn't give it to me. Holy Ghost that I have. The world didn't give it to me. And the world didn't give it and the world can't take it away. Well, these belongings I have. Oh, the world didn't give it to me. Oh, these belongings I have. The world didn't give them to me. Oh, these belongings I have. Oh, the world didn't give it to me. Well, if the world didn't give it, world can't take it away oh this joy i have the world didn't give it to me oh this joy that i have well the world didn't give it to me oh this joy that i have well the world didn't give it to me well the world didn't give it and the world can't take it shout that I have oh the world didn't give it to me oh this shout that I have oh the world didn't give it to me this shout that I have 
want you to look at your rain barrels. Look at your rain barrels. They're full and they're running over. take too long when I praise God and that's why they can't have a shout some people get offended because I sing some people get offended because who sings let them sing let them sing they may not sing pretty let them sing our little kids get up here Maybe they ain't in the right tune. Let them sing. What are they doing? They're praising the great I am. I'm walking out. I'm walking it out. I'm walking out. I've turned my head all the way around. And I look all the way around. And all of it's mine. has been good has it been good we're going to dismiss from this service and I know some of you are happy but it's going to be okay You'll get out. You'll get out. You're going to live. I told you a few weeks ago that McDonald's going to mess up your order anyway. And that was exactly right, wasn't it, Brother Jim? It was exactly right. They're going to mess it up anyway. They mess up. See, man? McDonald's mess your recipe up, mess your menu up, mess everything you order up. But God ain't messed up nothing tonight. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He did mess up something. He messed up the devil's plans. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Some people say we shouldn't do it. Say we shouldn't shout. Say we shouldn't get emotional. It's just emotion. But don't go to heaven. I wouldn't have said it if I didn't pick it up. But let me say this to you. You think this is emotion. You think I'm more excited here. And you're upset because who's all doing it. If you just join us, you might be there. Who cares about the ball game? They're losers anyway. Who cares about Sunday night football, Monday night football? Who cares? I'm on the winning side. Hallelujah. We're walking out in the land of the promises tonight. And I want to invite you back next weekend if we're here, good Lord willing. Rapture could come this week. If we're here, General Jackson's got his cannons ready. 
and it's coming to do that. God bless you this evening as they sing a song. Amen. God bless you. Dismissing the love of the Lord. Amen. Every praise One second. Excuse me. Praise the name of the Lord. In the land we belong in. Somebody's shouting it out. Shout it out to your neighbor when you walk out the door. Tell them what happened to you tonight. God bless you.